Fall is coming. Let's get going. L.L. Bean wants to help you make the most out of this spectacular season with gear tips and advice for heading outdoors. For fall hikes, when it's cold in the morning and warm in the afternoon, layering becomes very important. You don't want to get chilled and you don't want to sweat through your clothes either. A good rule of thumb is to start out dressed as if the temperature is 10 degrees warmer than it is. So once you start generating body heat, you won't get overly hot. For more tips, easy how-tos, and inspiring stories, visit llbean.com guide. Death Valley National Park is entirely closed for weeks. A giant crack has appeared on a popular climbing route in Yosemite. A man gets saved after finding a webcam in the wilds of Katmai National Park and more. It's time for our monthly National Park News Roundup. Let's begin at Death Valley National Park, where the entire park has been closed due to major flash flood damage ever since Hurricane Hillary, which was reduced to a tropical storm by the time it hit. It brought the rainiest day ever recorded in Death Valley history on August 20th, dumping more rain than the park normally sees in an entire year. All roads in the park were damaged and are closed until further notice. Flash flooding eroded material under the roads, leaving unsupported pavement and drop-offs in many places. Flooding also deposited dirt and rocks up to five feet deep on roads. Caltrans and contractors are working on California 190, but do not have an estimated opening date. National Park Service crews are working to remove debris and fill in shoulders on other paved roads within the park. The Park Service, working through the Federal Highway Administration, will hire contractors for repaving and other major road repair items. Park officials say the park will likely reopen in stages. It may be weeks before Furnace Creek and Stovepipe Wells open. Secondary roads in the park may take months to open. It's an enormous undertaking and staff from parks around the country have been sent to help, but it's gonna take some time. Death Valley National Park is larger than the states of Rhode Island and Delaware with over 1,400 miles of roads. A sudden 200-foot crack has emerged near Yosemite's Royal Arches Cliff, which led to immediate climbing, even when it was growing. Climbers named it Supernatural. However, park officials have since closed the area for safety concerns. The crack's appearance was so sudden that a guide from Yosemite Mountain School reported seeing it on August 6th, but by August 20th, it was visible. The National Park Service has temporarily closed several areas, including parts of the Awani Hotel parking and the Royal Arches Creek due to the risk of rockfall. The crack is actively making noises similar to a cracking frozen lake with rocks tumbling down without any external touch. As of recent updates, the crack has expanded by 12 feet and has widened significantly. Rockfalls are not uncommon in Yosemite, with over a thousand significant incidents recorded in the last 150 years. Yosemite scientists are actively monitoring the situation using advanced tools like high-resolution photography and laser mapping. Ah, you hear that? It's the sound of a crackling fire. But this just isn't any old campfire. This is a smokeless solo stove fire pit. How can you tell? Well, you don't hear any coughing, hand wafting, or people complaining about smoke in their eyes. All you can hear are logs turning to coals as the night sky becomes a cosmic canvas. With Bonfire by Solo Stove, you get a fire pit that's portable burns smoke off before it ever leaves the pit, and is backed by a lifetime warranty. Use promo code PARKS20, that's P-A-R-K-S-2-0, 
to get $20 off your next purchase of $200 or more at solostove.com. That's Parks20 for $20 off at solostove.com. Wildlife enthusiasts tuning into a live stream from Alaska's Katmai National Park last Tuesday were surprised not by the sight of the park's renowned brown bears, but by a distressed hiker seeking help. The man, appearing wet and disheveled, looked directly into the Dumpling Mountain camera, mouthing, help me, and later signaling a thumbs down. Alert viewers quickly commented on the situation, prompting a volunteer chat moderator to notify a Katmai Park ranger. A search and rescue team was dispatched, locating the hiker three hours later near the camera's location. Thankfully, he was unharmed. The Dumpling Mountain livestream operated by Explore.org is not as popular as other cameras in the park, especially those focused on Brooks Falls during the salmon spawning season and those fat bears. But it offers breathtaking views of the alpine tundra and some of Katmai's active volcanoes. The camera's location is about two miles from the nearest trail, known for its challenging terrain. Poor weather conditions in the area, including dense fog, can disorient hikers. The circumstances leading the hiker to the remote camera remain uncertain. While the camera's equipment might be noticeable due to solar panels and wind turbines, it's not particularly large. This incident marks a first for the park's live stream, although other wildlife streams have captured emergencies in the past. The U.S. Department of the Interior has announced that visitor spending in communities near national parks in 2022 resulted in a record high $50.3 billion benefit to the nation's economy and supported 378,400 jobs. Nearly 312 million visitors spent $23.9 billion in communities within 60 miles of a national park. Of the sum 378,000 jobs supported by visitor spending, 314,000 were in park gateway communities. Annual appropriations for the National Park Service totaled $3.3 billion in fiscal year 2022, effectively turning a $1 investment in national parks into more than a $10 boost to the nation's economy. The latest report is informed by new socioeconomic monitoring survey data, which is said to greatly increase the accuracy of these spending estimates for each park and helps the National Park Service learn more about park visitors. This advanced monitoring also delivers a more accurate estimate of the economic contributions of parks to communities. Did you know that it's illegal for commercial vehicles to travel on certain roads operated by the National Park Service? And not just roads that travel through parks. The Park Service manages big multi-state routes like the Blue Ridge Parkway, which bans all vehicles with commercial markings on them. A caravan of carnival workers found this out the hard way outside of Matheston, Mississippi on the Natchez Trace Parkway, where park rangers pulled them over after being tipped off by a concerned local motorist. The company responsible faces numerous citations and fines. All commercial vehicles are prohibited on the Natchez Trace, whether you're following your GPS or not. If you happen upon commercial vehicles while traveling the parkway, the Park Service asks that you call 1-800-300-PARK to report it. Finally, seasonal park ranger Don Frankfurt is retiring after working 55 summers at Wind Cave National Park. He began his ranger career in 1967, and since then, he estimates he led more than 100,000 people through the cave. His life changed from a chance encounter with a park ranger at Carlsbad Caverns when he was on a family trip in 1962. His mother happened to ask a park ranger about his job, and the ranger replied that he was a seasonal employee. 
Years later, when he was looking for a summer job, Frankfurt remembered that encounter and that the National Park Service hired summer workers. Having grown up in New York City, he wanted to experience a classic Western National Park with mountains, waterfalls, and open spaces. He applied to 10 parks, but the only response he received was a telegram from the superintendent at Wind Cave National Park, offering him a job for the summer of 1967. He planned to stay a year. One summer turned into two, then three, and eventually he'd meet his wife, Kim, a fellow ranger, and it later turned into a family affair when his son, Sam, and future daughter-in-law, April, also worked as seasonal employees at the park. But after 55 summers and reaching his 78th birthday, he decided it was time to retire. Happy retirement, Don. That's it for this month's National Park News Roundup. Please take a moment to subscribe, and thanks for being here, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody.